Hi, Maggie. Well, hello and welcome, Freya. Thank you. Lovely. Mm, so good to be here. You, yeah, I'm really glad to be here too. Good. Let's see what's going to rise this evening. <laughs> <laughs> what are you noticing? What's going on in your inner world? Since we last spoke, I've been dancing and playing in the world of befriending myself. Mm. And it, I've, it's felt very, it's felt really great, but also kind of different. Like it feels like time has been going slower, mm -hmm. but it's a weird concept of time because it feels like there's one part that time is going fast. Like it's already uh, almost the middle of July, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. But the last two weeks, I feel like when I'm going inward, I feel like I'm taking slower steps because I'm being um, more intentional and also softer with myself and allowing, it's kind of like this opening feeling when I know that I've been going through the world, kind of tensing my muscles and holding myself close to my body. Whereas what I've been feeling over the last two weeks has been more um, staying a bit more flexible and open. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm not, not necessarily going into everything feeling like I'm going to have bullets fired at me. Um, so I need to protect myself. <clears throat> but instead that um, I've got what I need to, to navigate the experiences that I'm afraid of or, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, that's a lovely description, Freya. Soul lives in a slower space. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you're giving yourself the experience of that. But of course, wise woman lives beyond time. Yeah. Yeah. So you are realizing that the relationship with time um, is it it's what's the word? Um, it's malleable. It's malleable. Right. Right. So at the same time of you know your experience of slowing things down you can't believe it's the middle of july mm -hmm. yeah i often remember my grandmother granny mary telling me how her perception of time was changing as she was saging and i, I would have been in my 30s when she said to me and she would have been close to her 80s and she said, you know, I don't wow. feel any different now than I did when I was your age. Wow. Yeah, I know. And I remember thinking, huh? <laughs> um, but I, from where I am now, I can understand that as we sage, as we deepen into our inner world, of course, our perception of time is going to shift because we're becoming more vertical. Mm. If that makes sense. 
So this kind is of a sort of kind of sort of yeah. <laughs> well, what's really good is that you're giving yourself a direct experience of this because you know, we can talk until the cows come home as granny would say. Yeah. I don't know if she'd say that actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but until we have the direct experience, we don't learn. It means really very little. You know, mm. it's someone else pontificating or someone else describing their experience. But when right. you have a direct encounter with your soul in a deeper way, everything changes. Mm -hmm. I can hear it in your tone too, Freya. I can, um, I've always felt this in you, but you're becoming a fuller expression of it. Ooh. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, if I speak specifically over, you know, just before two weeks ago, I've been experiencing feeling triggered by the smallest of things and could be in the friend circle that I feel really comfortable and at home with. Um, certain things would, would uh, feel pointed and I'd feel invisible or, or not, not enough. And again, those feelings of not belonging yeah. here on this planet or with people. Yeah. And all like all of those things kept creeping up and so I've intentionally just taken a breath away from this thing that I call my phone and <laughs> turned the notifications off so that when I choose to look at it is when I see things mm -hmm. instead of being notified even though I've never had my ringer on or vibration on it will just light up yeah um and now i've turned the notifications off so it doesn't even light up when anyone's saying anything and i think that's just made it made it created more space for me to really mm. be in this and not let those things drive drive me yeah and so i've been feeling um uh, like creating some distance with that and then whatever things come up I've been able to like the word I used was befriend myself mm -hmm. just to do that reparenting kind of thing and let little Freya know that you know she is enough and she does matter and if the worst case scenario in my head right now were to be true which would be something weird like my friends are all going to hang out without me or not want to mm -hmm. be my friend anymore which is obviously little Freya talking that I would still that still wouldn't make me less of anything and I, I still have so much value and I'm still a person worth deserving of love and hmm. you know worth <clears throat> with or listening to and those kinds of foundational things are so important and they they come up every now and then I think mm -hmm. as we've talked about it they it's probably a deeper layer of it it's mm -hmm. not that I've reverted or forgotten something it's just we're going deeper into the muckiness to unearth and or you know evolve past that 
well, <clears throat> let's say it differently now for you as yeah. you as you deepen as you travel these inner planes of your experience yeah. you reckon with all of your creations here in earth school okay so all the different facets of what i like to call the patriarchal daughter the one who you know, might not feel like she belongs, the one who feels left out. Whatever those feelings are for you, whatever those lies are that you've learned to tell yourself in your social construction as a human woman in earth school during this time, those things, even though they're not yours, because those storylines existed here before you incarnated, you were born into them. But by virtue of you being born into these storylines and having lived them, you now have the opportunity to reckon with these things in a very personal way. And a reckoning is a seeing, a noticing. A, so these things are literally coming into your purview so that you can bring your befriending eye of love to see these things, to see through these things, to see and to embody and to harvest whatever learning you have gleaned from these encounters. And the moment you get the learning, it dissolves, that energy moves. And you bring it into your heart, which is a neutral space. It's the place where all these things unify into your wise woman self. And it's a process of healing. So you, you cannot avoid this part of the journey. It's what we came from. It's part of your soul contract. It's what you agreed to. Right. Yeah. Now I'm feeling a lot of fire right now as we do this. So you've, <laughs> you've been going in deep and some of this is being transmuted right now through this space. Yeah. I love how you, how you said that because there's been a, a, a part of me that's felt like, okay, this is a big mountain and it's going to be a big mountain and I'm going to have to keep climbing this. But the way you said it was that, I can't remember the exact words, mm. but it felt, it felt like, you know, it, it transmutes or it just, mm -hmm. once you learn the lesson, it's like, okay, it just will, it will pass through, mm -hmm. which I really like. That's Good. So you, it's not so much work. It's yeah. about, there is a, it's about receiving the reckoning. At least that's how it feels to me. It's like, some of this material, a lot of this for my own process has happened in my dream world. Right. And I wake up with dream images and that's where I take my inquiry and uh, into my journal and, you know, well, what must I be thinking or believing about myself to feel this, even though it's in my dream, hmm. because for me, it's been really efficient to work through my emotional field using my dream images. It's very efficient. Yeah. 
I think Abraham Hicks also, I think Esther Hicks spoke to this and said that it's one of the best ways to move through our emotional body mm -hmm. because, and there's no avoiding this work. That, well, there is avoiding it, but, but we came here to remember who we are. So there's no avoiding it if we want to remember the power that we are, the power that we have to create anew. Okay, so yeah. it, it's like you reckon with everything that you have lived, not just in this lifetime, but whatever your soul has come to learn through, you reckon with these encounters. But it's not, if you think of it as allowing the process to teach you, to show you, and that's what I feel is happening for you. You're more willing to kind of soften into yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's usually where we have resistance. And that's what we've been, we've been breaking down these walls of resistance for a while, right? Mm -hmm. So it's getting easier to befriend yourself. It's getting easier to, to soften into it. Don't think of it as a mountain you have to climb. Think of it as um, a process that you have choice in. It's, a, it's an entirely empowering process. And you're always at choice. Yeah. And I always think that it's the investigator in me, which is probably part writer, part psychologist, part, like I'm really, really curious about the human endeavor. So you can be that curious about yourself. It's like, wait a minute, because none of it's you. You know at your core, you are a wise woman. So all this other stuff is just, you're sleuthing around in your inner world. Let's see what's in this castle of mine. I want to clean it out. Yes. Yeah. So less okay. effort and more allowing. Yep. Yeah. And I just had been feeling this, like feeling uh, entrapment or some kind of stuckness mm -hmm. if I keep resisting or if I keep being afraid of this and not really open. It's kind of like when you're, I don't know if you have tried this, but when you're in the shower and you put the cold water on like a cold blast mm. at the end mm. and you can tense your body up while the cold is on you or you can relax and breathe use your breath to yeah because your body is going to be okay it's yeah it will adapt so i think i've been going through life just tense like that yeah. because there's a real you know fear and it's it can be uncomfortable sometimes yep. well and if you think and that's that's a great image that you've given us because you know it's cold water and you know the cold water is coming anyway yeah because you've turned it on yeah <laughs> right it's like wait yeah. a minute this is my stage right i'm the writer and the director and i'm here to learn so i've turned the cold water on now your body is a record of the past so Everything that you've lived is stored in your physicality. 
And as this energy moves through us, this, you know, light is descending into us, we are ascending into light. It makes sense that this energy, anything that we've been packing around, is moving. So the cold water is coming. <laughs> Whether, and because we've chosen to be here. Okay, we knew that this is what we would be signed on for. Mm -hmm. And this is a whole level of courage based in true knowing. You can feel it. It's like, okay, I'm going to be okay. But this is energy that's moving through your physicality. Because whenever you were hurt, whenever something stung you during this incarnation, you, you rather than feel maybe the depth of whatever it was, it would lodge into your physical body and you've been carrying it. And now that stuff is, is dislodging because of the level of light that, that is ascending into us, descending into us. We are ascending into it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's the, the light, the cold water is going to, it's going to shine on the things that maybe we have masked from ourselves. Maybe the things that we have held in secret, not even knowing that we are keeping it from ourselves or from others. Just ways that we have learned to be safe in the world. And now a part of you is like, wait a minute, I am safe. Because you're anchoring into a deeper knowing within yourself. As you do that, whatever doesn't align with that frequency will release itself. So the great potential is descending into us and it's causing this deep release. And that's what I'm calling the reckoning because it brings up a lot of stuff and we're seeing it in earth school. We're, seeing, we're, we're undergoing this individually but we're also undergoing this collectively. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And it's all perceptual. It's all perceptual. So as we clear our own perceptual lenses, we offer a clearer vision to the collective. And as we all do that, then we change the vision of what's possible for humanity. Hmm. So the real work of Earth School is inner work, always has been, but more now than ever yeah. because of what's available to us. So what do you see now? What are you feeling? <clears throat> um, I feel like I'm sort of shifting up the ways that I'm connecting with other people mm -hmm. and you know there, there was a very conscious part of me that would re like check in with myself if I was reaching out to people friends because I was feeling empty or I was looking for something mm -hmm. and so I have been on that journey for a while now where I have created a lot more space for me to be to create you know solitude and time for myself to fill myself up 
and then when I do connect and spend time or talk to others, it's from a place of, you know, wanting to just know, just wanting to connect with them. And it's not about me or anything that I'm looking to fill, mm-hmm. which felt different. But now I feel like I've been taking that to a new level because there was still a part of me that was either like I feel like I've uncovered one of the lenses that I've walked this earth with a little bit which was what have what did I do wrong or what have I done wrong yeah and it may it has unveiled this thing I don't know what to call it but it's unveiled this way of even sometimes when I'd reach out to close friends it would be to make sure that in a you know under layers not obviously mm-hmm. but it would be to make sure that I there's that I haven't upset them or I haven't done something wrong or or that they they that I'm still I don't know it's this weird can't seem to articulate it no you're doing beautiful (laughs) and there if you think of it in terms of safety yes yes what do you see or what do you feel like am I safe um kind of like a I need to make sure that there that I haven't done something to threaten that because I honestly feel like everything and anything will be taken from me at any moment yes now that feels like a deep chord in your soul yeah which tells us that it's something you came with it's it's because the soul never forgets right okay but i can feel the depth of that for you and i've witnessed you long enough that i know that that runs deep in your experience so wouldn't it be wonderful if you're really reckoning with that now yeah yeah i think it's it's time i feel ready yeah to to be there to hold it because when you are anchored in your wise woman in the truth of who you are you are of holy mother divine you are of mother father god you are of Allah, you are of this great infinite intelligence that imbues all of the infrastructure that we see, everything we experience, it's all divine. When you learn to anchor there, then you know, you have this intrinsic knowing that nothing can be taken from you. Nothing. Right. It's real. Because it's all within me. Yes. Yes. Cuz so, I'm still here. Because you're still here. That's right. And the I that is still here 
is of a different inner experience than the I who would be afraid that everything might be taken from her. Now, no doubt you lived life experience on the earth plane where you lost everything, where everything was taken from you. Yeah. Okay. We don't deny that that experience was real for you somewhere along your journey. Okay. But if that's what you're here to learn through now, then you reveal it as the lie that it is when you know the truth of your being and the truth of your being is you are of the divine and you're inviolable, you're invincible. There's a part of you that cannot be touched. The moment that the moment I first touched on this, I was 23 years old and it came through the experience I had when my husband was killed in a car accident. And I remember the moment as clear as ever, even today, because I remember saying to myself, holy shit, the worst thing that could possibly happen to us has happened, but I'm still here. Like there's a part of me that is okay. Hmm. Who is that? Like that was the opening into that connection. That was my awakening. That's what set the trajectory for the rest of my life. So many of us are of the soul family that has come to heal this feeling that everything's going to be taken from us. We're not safe. We're going to lose everything. I can sure relate to that. So it mm. will help you to remember that, oh yeah, this is, this is a greater storyline. I don't need to take this personally. It's impersonal, but it's, it's, I came to heal this through my individual experience, even though we live in plurality as humans. That's what we're moving towards. Is this making sense, Freya? Yeah, totally. Yeah. What do you so see? So much sense. <laughs> so much sense. <laughs> Yeah. And by that, what I feel you are saying is that you have this intrinsic knowing that we're speaking the truth. Mm -hmm. It's not something that's coming from our intelligence, our intellectual intelligence. It's actually coming from our heart. We know this to be true. We know it. We can feel it. We're wired to resonate with truth. So that's why it makes so much sense. You came here to remember who you are in this human experience. And when you remember who you are, you realize you're inviolable, you're invincible. Nothing can be taken from you. Yeah. How do you feel? Yeah. yeah. Um, it feels really great. Like it feels like I'm on this precipice of something so effing <laughs> big and like 
the uh, it's just been a coming of moment like coming to this point you know mm-hmm. and one of my closest friends is actually on a very parallel journey and we've discussed this and when when there's stuck moments or sticky or like sharp edges that I feel or experience yeah we both we both like she has a a question that she asks herself which is um what inspires me Mm. and how do I want to feel and for me it's like for everyone it'll be like just a little bit different like something speaks to you maybe a word can speak to you or feeling but for me it's how do I want to feel and what makes me feel free because this feels like freedom the freedom that I've known is possible and is there and it's also the freedom that I haven't let myself have because this stuff has felt so hard like just the freedom of of knowing that I'm still here that even in the worst case scenarios like I that I can conjure up very easily that um, it still doesn't take away who I am what my value is what my truth is and it just it feels it just feels great like maybe that's it's not even the word doesn't do it justice, but it feels expansive. Expansive. Well, I can feel what you're feeling. And it is expansive. And as you anchor into the truth, these lies fall away. Because in truth, a lie cannot be held. And that's basically what you said. It's like, wow, my freedom is here now. And I can claim it. Because this other stuff is nothing in the face of my freedom. Mm. So, this is mighty work. Yeah. And I think freedom is a key word. A key, I think we are here to, to free our souls into a fuller expression of the truth of who we are. And we are powerful beings. Mm -hmm. And we've probably had experiences of having that power um, rerouted in ways that caused a lot of pain. But there's so much support now for us There's so much light available now for us that we're moving beyond that. Yes. Yeah, we're moving beyond all that we've known. So I like that question, you know, what inspires me? Because it it shifts where you put your attention. Exactly. Yeah, you're not denying any of your feeling states, but you're claiming the power that you have to focus. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And whatever you focus on expands. Yeah. 
but that act of choosing what to focus on that's that takes remembering that there's nothing to fear and i am always in choice we are always in choice every moment of every day we are in choice even when the circumstances might um, suggest otherwise. Because when you anchor into this invincible self, there's always choice. Yeah. Yeah. Always choice. So you're traveling deeper within yourself. Good work. And you're supporting yourself and being softer, kinder, befriending yourself. I love the sound of all this, Freya. Thank you. Yeah, well done. We're walking. <laughs> We're walking. We're walking. That's right. Walking walk it. the walk. Yeah. You're walking it. You're walking the talk. What else do you see from here, if anything? Um, it feels, I feel pretty good. I feel like we've come to a good spot and it was really helpful to hear, you know, your just shifting a little bit of the words around it and also acknowledging what it is. But it, once, you know, we learn the lesson, it passes. Yeah. And as it passes, we grow stronger. Mm -hmm. so that we can hold this new power that we have access to. Good work, Freya, really good work. Thank you. Very good. And it feels like we have come to a place of completion for you. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, See what keep pops it up. up next time. <laughs> See what <laughs> pops up next time. Thank you, wise woman. <laughs> Till next we speak. So much love okay. to you. Okay. Me too. Peace Bye. out. Bye-bye.